0: Well, I wanted to have an argument, and you're just trying to have a conversation, so I don't know what the hell. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I'm, I, well,
1: I, I've, I, I agree that we could have an argument if you'd like to. And welcome back to another episode of the Refactored Podcast, our show. It's the goal Uh, We do the thing where we try to suck, we try to suck less, and sometimes we don't suck less, we suck negative less, which is to say more, which is what we're doing here now in your ear holes on episode 93, recorded December 27th, 2022. My name is Chris Tonkinson, broadcasting from the brink of sanity.
0: (laughs) And my name is Frank Cole, who's sitting here waiting for his intro point and is getting all thrown off by the negative sucklessness that chris tonkinson is demonstrating
1: <laughs> that's the that's look that's the level of quality you expect here on the refactor <laughs> show what can All i right. say my friend
0: so i have um so merry christmas a a belated merry christmas to you Yeah, and merry christmas to you yeah so i have a i i i came into this episode with a fun christmas topic that i thought we would get to and i think we still will however And then
1: you got railroaded by something much less interesting.
0: And then I got railroaded by something (laughs) much, more. I'd say more interesting, and I'd really rather not have to cover this, but there is no way that we don't talk about the recent security incident over at LastPass. This is, so this is a mammoth, this is a, so I don't know if anyone's talking in terms like this yet, but to me this is an absolutely gargantuan security breach incident just
1: to set the stage because you're coming into me i saw that last pass was popped Mm -hmm. my understanding my my latest understanding of their technology which is a few years old which is that uh your you know vault is encrypted pre-internet that is to say on device before they get it so all they ever see is encrypted blobs Um, so they got popped those blobs escaped into the wild and that's all I know. So you're going to have to remediate mm-hmm. me because I I feel like there was more than just metadata that got exposed here.
0: Correct. It's definitely, it is more than metadata that got exposed. So there is a, um, they posted about the security incident, and I will uh, make sure we include that in the show notes.
1: Um, and just let, can we get out of the way of the boring stuff? Like, okay, mm. this is why security monocultures are bad. This is why centralized services are bad, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now, what are they actually saying <laughs> happened? Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> you just threw just a yeah, that was a massive. We I, just dropped that sidebar right on the table. No, like, it's oh, not a yeah, sidebar. about this? Yeah, pff,
1: I'm saying okay. let's skip past that stuff because, okay. like, it's. I feel like that stuff's been talked to death. Uh,
0: yeah, but like, see, I've, oh gosh, see, I, now I want to debate that, but we'll cut. You're right. We come back to it. Come oh back goodness. It. So okay. anyway, last pass over the summer. We have to back up to August 20. 20- let's Back up
1: further. If you've been living under a rock, uh LastPass is uh, oh, okay. a allegedly hey,
0: phrasing
1: secure password storage service. So basically the idea is they have a, a browser plugin uh that replaces the Firefox Chrome, whatever built-in password manager, uh synced available on all your devices. And the shtick was uh that they only get encrypted stuff, and so it's perfectly secure, perfectly portable. Um, they've got mobile integrations, iOS Android makes life easy. Uh, and then they have generators and facilities that make it so that you can actually use a discrete password per service, which is the recommendation, so that you don't have to do, um, you know, what is it that the old joke about your like your stripper name is your first pet's name and the street you lived on or something? But, right. You make. That you don't have to password. do that. So so you don't have to do the thing where. Uh, you know, it's that, and then after ninety days, di- ninety days when it expires, everything becomes that, and then one at the end, and then and then in ninety days later, it becomes that, and then two at the end, right? Because mm-hmm. that's that's anti pattern. That's no good. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yes, I think you left out some details there. LastPass is the granddaddy of these of these. Uh, uniform Password Services. They predated any of the password management facilities inside of Firefox. I mean, LastPass honestly predates Chrome. So it has been around for a long, long time. And what LastPass does is it stores your passwords. And yes, it is a, they, they call it a zero trust setup. And it, what it allows you to do is to Um, store your passwords in a shared service so that you can access that repository of passwords from any device, but the centralized service has no direct access to that password set. So when the, uh, and they, and they released a a proof so that, you know, a a proof of, uh, of their, of their technology stack to, to demonstrate that it actually works. You could actually build your own reverse decryption uh, of LastPass, just so you can see what's what's actually happening under the hood. And so they have, they don't know what your master password is. It is encrypted and decrypted on whatever device you're using. And it's just simply stored centrally. But that repository yeah. of passwords is stored centrally. And then the nice benefit is that you can generate a random password for every single site. I have at this point, hundreds of sites. They all have random passwords. I don't know any of them. I know my one password to get into my LastPass account. That's the keys mm-hmm. to the kingdom. And yeah. then that just I go to a website and it just poof auto fills the password into the box. It makes life a whole hell of a lot easier. So yeah. it's a it's a good I I would say on the level, I would say that these kinds of centralized zero trust password managers are a good thing. Okay. A lot I, I, better
1: than the alternative.
0: A lot better than the alternative, better than post-it notes, better than reusing and passwords, better than hunter two, better than than better than any of that stuff
1: and and last pass uh you know they that's not an open source code base, but they have no. had high profile third party audits of their source. And, yeah, they, they, re- make and they released a proof
0: of how you can They do make
1: it. A, right, exactly. They released basically their their ABI, if you will, so that you can reverse engineer it and validate. And so that right. was about as good as, you know, coming from a commercial company, it was about as good as you could get.
0: Yeah. And it's still I mean, and there are a lot of these companies now. LastPass was honestly one of the first, if not the first. There are a bunch of them now. Uh, yeah. LastPass is still kind of the granddaddy. Okay. So, I am a LastPass user. Uh or rather, I think I'm going to be a, a soon to be former LastPass user after this mm-hmm. pop, but um we'll get into that. So, I'm going to go back to August 2022 of this year when they had a, a another security incident earlier this year. Now, at the, in that incident, nothing no sensitive information was stolen. In that one, it was a uh, breach of their infrastructure, and I believe they got source code material that um, they they accessed inf- the infrastructure. They they got they got Meta. They didn't get sensitive customer data. They got uh they they got Meta. So in but they lost a, you know it 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 was a breach, and they and they lost you know, information that pertained to what their infrastructure looked like and how they were storing things and, and and how the the inner workings of their of their stuff worked. And so they reported it, but since nothing really quote unquote sensitive was lost, it wasn't really as as big of a deal it kind of got swept under the rug. Okay. okay. Now fast forward to an incident that just happened on uh let's see Thursday, December 22nd. So it right at the end of the pre. Well, keep in month. mind
1: one of the key one of the key uh, really features uh, of of a system like LastPass is that pre internet encryption. Right, the fact that encryption and decryption is only done on end devices that you control. And so the I mean the proposition was uh, theoretically at least that even if LastPass got popped into even if they even if they lost control of everything, um, as long as you had a strong master password it it wouldn't matter as much to you right well, Yeah, right. uh, still best practice dictates you roll your passwords and so forth but it wouldn't be an emergency thing that you would have to drop everything and do now i know if you if you look at like some of their account recovery features some of their backup services like if you go into some of that stuff you lose some of that kind of black and white protection um but that was always a feature of the platform
0: yeah i mean the, the zero trust was always the 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 nature of it so yeah. um So the security breach in August was, um, it was a, uh, somebody, a a developer's environment had gotten compromised and a single developer account got compromised. And so they were able to get in through this one developer account and sort of root around and learn a bunch of stuff. Okay. But they didn't actually get anything, access to anything sensitive at that point. Fast forward to December 22nd of this year, And now they have. Using information from that breach in August, the attackers went after specific components of their infrastructure, specifically their uh, cloud-based storage. Now, these releases... One of the things that I have a problem with when it comes to these uh, disclosures of security incidents is that the companies are still heavily, heavily incentivized to be intentionally vague with what actually happened. And so I'm only going by what... LastPass has disclosed. And so, what they are saying here is that somebody, a threat actor, accessed a cloud based storage environment leveraging information obtained from the incident we previously disclosed in August of 2022. Nothing was. Accessed. No customer data was accessed during the August twenty two incident, though some source code and technical information was accessed. This time, though, they have been able to get access to a cloud storage account access key and and decryption keys. So, think AWS, you know, Amazon S three bucket. Yeah. That's that's basically yeah. what we're talking about here. So they have a back. They had a cloud storage S three or comparable uh, that stored backups of. Containers of of LastPass user encrypted containers. Which is, yeah, and, which which is how you would do this. You're yeah, I yeah. It's fine, And that's, I mean, that's, that's okay. Okay. So you you've got a tone like, oh, this
1: is part of no, the no, problem. No, no, and no, that's no, like, man. that is how I would design this too. So you're we can right. fast forward through
0: that part. Well, yes and no. So I, I, I'm walking through all the steps and then we're going to go back and we're going to break it down. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Okay. So yeah,
1: like I said, I'm coming in fresh here. So if that's germane, yeah. I apologize. I'm that's premature.
0: okay. That's all right. That's all right. So, uh, Amazon S3 bucket is where this stuff was stored. The uh, threat actors targeted this this uh this bucket based on information they gleaned from the previous attack were able to get access to it and then right. pull down all the information inside of it which included users uh encrypted database files now right the vault files the vault files so then the the remainder of this letter talks about you know how you know what 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 this means and, you know they go they go on to reiterate what you described how you know you've got this you know, this single unified master password. Uh that was not breached because we don't have that. And so the file is sitting out there encrypted. Um, but the fact remains, the attackers have a copy. If you're a LastPass user, you you have to assume, unless they're, you know, unless they broke up the um broke up their, their database into into separate um storage buckets, which honestly, based on the nature of of cloud storage, I don't think you need to necessarily do that there's a very good chance that your LastPass bucket is now in the hands of the attackers. And so now you are at the mercy of whatever password you're using for that for, for your LastPass account. So if you have a super secure password, lots of characters, uh, I use a sentence in mine, for example, Chances are pretty good. I'm gonna be fine. I'm personally not worried. But that's not why I think this is a big story. But I think this is a big story because these buckets are now out in the wild. They they have lost control of the encryption of the encrypted buckets. And anyone who put in a half-ass password is gonna get popped. And so you're gonna see, I guarantee. Over the next couple of weeks, you're going to see stories are going to start creeping out about people's whose stuff has now been breached because of the LastPass breach because they they'll crack the the master password on uh, on these accounts which gives them the keys to the kingdom. LastPass has two-factor authentication, but that two two FA does not. Th- factor into your master password. Like that's not part of the encryption. That's just LastPass checking to make sure you are who you say you are when you decrypt. And so once you have the the file, that's it. And so uh I think this is a really big deal. So I think that you're going to see a lot of fallout from this. And I think it is not off the table that LastPass actually goes under, depending on how big of a blast radius we see from these secondary attacks that happened due to lost credentials the you know, loss of control of the of these um of these last files so uh some other things about what was breached uh the passwords themselves are are encrypted but all the metadata in your LastPass that's not uh google went out of their way to actually post something about this which also by the way the fact that google is posting about this i think that says something about the the nature of this um no, attack. it says
1: something about the fact that Google, uh, Google between Chromium and Android want you to use their solution. And, okay, and fair. Less right. Direct competitor to something that they're claiming is a unique benefit of their platform, which is an outright lie. Hey, that's more PR than it is right. anything else.
0: I'll, I'll grant you that one. Yeah. Okay. So they've got it. They do have a personalized incentive to this as well.
1: Yeah, um, that's. I get that's my only. That's a more. That's a more reasonable way to say it. Sure, sure. (laughs) Less inflammatory, perhaps. But they
0: pointed out, it's a salient point nonetheless. They pointed out that the passwords themselves are encrypted, but the metadata of your LastPass account, namely the URLs that are associated with the credentials, that's not encrypted. Only the password credentials themselves are encrypted. And so it is entirely possible now. That wait a
1: minute. The only thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Take a step back here. The only thing that is actually stored in the encrypted vault in the LastPass ecosystem is the passphrases themselves.
0: I have uh, the usernames and passphrases. So what about uh,
1: the notes? Uh, I because they're called secure notes. And that's very important because you may have people that. I don't know. Put their two FA backup codes into LastPass into the notes field. I mean, not having not having everything associated with an entry and encrypted is a bad look. Like that's there as a as an end user who's somewhat technical. There, I would, I have, I would have an expectation of LastPass that if I put something in LastPass, it's part of that encrypted envelope. Yeah. There should be nothing visible. My email address that's associated with my LastPass account and the blob; those are mm. two, the only two things that I enter they, into that thing. Maybe two FA and stuff aside, like not that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. everything associated with an entry in my mind should have been encrypted. You're saying it's just the username password combo.
0: So there is a. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm going based on again some some secondhand information here. So, gotcha. um, there is a, and again, we'll we'll link it. Um, the uh, this actually comes from the announcement here. Here, here's the salient point here. Uh, quote: The threat actor was also able to copy a backup of customer vault data from the encrypted storage container, which is stored in a proprietary binary format that contains. Both unencrypted data, such as website URLs, as well as fully encrypted sensitive fields, such as website usernames and passwords, secure notes, to your point, and form-filled data. Okay. So they actually drew a line. They're drawing a box around the sensitive stuff. The website URL was not part of that sensitive information. And you might be thinking, okay, so what does that matter? Why do I care? Okay. So they know that I've got to no, that's a lot exactly. of big deal. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what the Google uh, post noted was that, uh, what if you have URLs that you don't want to be public? Less uh, less secure setups, dev environments, just unpublished things. That that's- well, even You don't even have to be a developer for
1: that. They're just a yeah. general, general user. Now everybody knows that I have a password to yes. you know, the, all uh, the, services. the Lego store and some pornography site and Amazon and all these constellation of things that, A, can help uniquely fingerprint. Let's suppose you use yep. an obfuscated email address for certain reasons in the first place. Now we can better triangulate habits and so forth forth Uh, the other thing is if any of those sites is ever now known to be uh compromisable uh you could be looking at like an i guess it would be classified as out of band like side channel leak of information that could uh, cause account recovery like there's all sorts of stuff that goes bad with that
0: yeah i I could see them doing things i could see the attackers turning around and just releasing hey so-and-so has a Pornhub account or you know has an has an account at you know, other question insert questionable site here
1: what, that maybe whatever, you don't your, want definition whatever be, your definition of questionable whatever right? your definition of questionable
0: is yeah so they've got a lot of information they can they can already do some immediate damage but it's also information that I, I mean unless there is a huh. unless there is a a functional need for that URL to not be encrypted which again I don't understand LastPass I'm not going to use it unless it's decrypted. wait a minute take a step
1: back there there is a there is a site called Pornhub. Is that like the GitHub yeah. but for boobies? Is yeah, that the pretty much? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's awesome marketing. Yep.
0: I love I've never that. been there. Let let the record show. Mostly for my wife, I'm, I've never gone. But <laughs> that's awesome. But it definitely does exist. Yes, that is that is a URL that you can go to for 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 and so,
1: Clone and branch and right, oh, me.
0: I don't know about that stuff, but I mean that's I mean yes, that is the joke. Yeah. It's a play on GitHub for sure. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there are questionable sites, and now they can they have all the information now. So I have. There are a couple things here. Number one, for the users, if you did not, if you have a LastPass account and it had anything sensitive in it, and you're not hundred percent sure that you had a really solid, robust password, and I'm talking twenty plus characters, significant complexity. If you're not sure about your complexity, there are there are innumerable number of password assessment tools that you can use that will tell you how complicated your password is or is not now be careful which one of those you use because a lot of those sites if they're underhanded oh yeah we'll assess your password and they're just collecting the password that you enter Um, but it's good to make sure that you've got a secure password if you do then you're probably gonna be okay okay However, if your password is short, I would say uh, their minimum is 12 characters, which doesn't seem like a whole heck of a lot these days, uh, depending on how how many characters yeah. you've got in it. This is my pro- this is my problem with with um like all of the because
1: I'm I you know my day job, I work in a regulated industry. And so I bump up against uh HIPAA and Hitrust and PCI and SOC one and SOC 2, and uh for a while there Sarbanes Oxley, and all of the all of the passwords are like, oh, Do you have eight characters and is there a capital and is there a symbol? And it's just so like it's Mm -hmm. 2022. Have we not moved to a point where we're uh, where we're computing like actual complexity? Yeah. Actual computational
0: complexity. Yeah.
1: Like I can have an all lowercase password that is harder than anybody else, any ad account in my entire enterprise. I guarantee you because it's like an entire song lyric. Mm -hmm. concatenated together that only I would be able to guess. That is provably more secure than, you know, uh, I don't know, make something up with a one and an exclamation point at the end. Like it's Mm -hmm. provable. Um, There was a a Git, uh, no, wait, it wasn't GitHub. It was Dropbox had uh, ZXCVB. It was an old library that um, was a JavaScript. I think it was ported like a billion different languages or a pillion as my daughter says. Uh she's 5 and has invented pillion to mean a very large number. Um, That's adorable. And it was ported to like a pillion different platforms but it would it would actually compute real complexity and it was the thing underneath the like uh bad okay great you know mm-hmm. red yellow green yeah. thing you saw on a lot of sites. Yeah. Um that like it's 2022 how is that not the standard Everything. How are we still just saying 12 right. characters and you're good to go? I don't think this it's, is not
0: I I think part of it is regulation. I think part of it, okay, so you know, um I think part of this is regulation. I think part of this is uh developer laziness, it is administrative laziness. Oh, we can point to some I mean, rules rather than we use CISO incompetence.
1: Can I say CIO Potential. CIO I mean, sure, executive like incompetence. Like said- yeah, it,
0: absolutely. It happens for error. sure people who who are not in the Peter principle, the wrong person ends up in the wrong seat, making the wrong call, yeah, sure, that kind of stuff happens all the time. I think part of it though is the is the dialogue that you can have here. Oh, we require these things here are the here are the steps. these are the things that we require. It's something that they can point to in a very tangible fashion as opposed to we use this library that was developed by Dropbox and it says whether or not you're secure. well, what's secure? Well, you got to look at the library it, it's It's more accurate and it's more, it's, it is in fact true, but it, from a marketing and communications perspective, that's a, that's a weaker story to tell. So I think that's part of it too, which is, I think a bad, a bad move. I don't think you make your security decisions based on how well you can tell the story in your marketing or, or, uh, investment calls. I, but you know, It happens. But that's
1: absolutely what
0: you do. Yeah. So anyway, if you have a weaker password with LastPass, I would say go ahead and change all your passwords. All of them? Yeah, all of them. I would change all of them. I would also, honestly, they got popped. You might want to consider moving to another platform. There are a whole bunch of them. I'm trying to
1: I would say unless you know enough to know that your master password is secure, uh, you change it. And if you know that your master password is secure enough... This is an opportunity where you roll it if you have not done so recently. Correct.
0: Yep. Just roll roll a new one just because, and then just slowly start rotating your other passwords. It doesn't take long. It's just an arduous process going through all the sites. LastPass,
1: if I recall correctly, LastPass may have had an automatic feature in the extension that allowed you to change passwords on certain sites. It'll remind you. Like they knew what the APIs were to roll your password, for, and they could like. Click yeah, but that's button. a never limited.
0: It. It's a limited subset, though. There's only certain sites that that thing works yeah. for. And honestly, I didn't trust it. I didn't want my passwords automatically rotated for me by a third party. I'm okay with a third party application like LastPass storing them. I enter the username and password. I hit submit. The box pops up. Hey, would you like to save? Yes. Let me look at what you've got. This is correct. Okay, save. But sometimes it even screws that up. If you're doing a complex form, sometimes it'll save like your zip code as your username or your password. You know, it doesn't get they, that thing right all the time. They do it, they do a
1: great job a lot of the time and it's not perfect.
0: Exactly. Nothing is perfect. So I would say if you're really confident, like I'm really confident, I'm not going to be rotating all my passwords. Uh, but if you're not a hundred percent confident, you should be rotating them. Okay. So that's yeah. the that's the the PSA. Now, I want to step back and actually look at this from a organizational standpoint, sort of bring this back to our, you know, refactored home turf subject matter. LastPass is a tech company. They're a software company. They got popped in August. Okay. They did their cleanup. They got popped again this month based on the information that got popped on previously. My beef here is that they did not do a good enough job in their cleanup. If their developer got compromised, they should have cycled everything in relation to whatever that developer could see, hear, taste, smell, touch. It all should have gotten rotated, including this storage account. They should have replaced this S3 bucket. But instead what they did was they did a bear what most companies do they did a bare minimum they do a disclosure of what happened and then they clean up the immediate blast radius obviously that developer's account got nuked and paved probably or at least you know passwords changed uh, maybe a maybe a laptop got reimaged maybe some maybe some credentials for developer resources like his github account or something like that maybe that got cycled that's not good enough Like your dev got popped here. You you need to be thinking you need to be thinking like clean margins for, you know, a cancer excision here. You got to go wide. You got to make sure that there is nothing left over. Obviously, something was left over because they got they got hacked again based on that information. And so my big beef here was with LastPass not doing their job when it came to cleanup. I don't care what they say. I mean, they could sit in here, you know, the counter argument and maybe I don't know if you want to play devil's advocate or not. I don't know what you're thinking yet, but maybe maybe you or maybe LastPass comes in and says, no, well, we did. All, here's all the things that we did and we did this, and we cleaned all this stuff. Yeah, it's great. You still got hacked again based on that previous hack. So you didn't do a good enough job full. There's there. There is no middle ground here. You did not do think- a good enough job.
1: Yeah, if you look at it from a market perspective, I think at a, at a business level, you're right. You got popped. It happened again. The two were linked. That's a bad look. you did.: Terrible you know, look. Get, get good, right? I mean, that's that's at a business level. at yeah. a technology level um, the first breach happened in August. Did it happen in August, or was it announced in August? Uh,
0: I believe they. Uh, the, the article said something about in the two weeks prior. So either they okay. got access two weeks before, and then they've and had then what access about for this? two weeks, or something like what that.
1: What about this one?
0: This one, I think they released pretty, pretty quickly. Okay. So they were um, they were pretty quick with it. Let me okay. see here. Uh, what we've learned. I'm trying to see if they without, have any without dates. Really under,
1: without really understanding how those other, without, without really understanding how the two are related. I know they said, oh, well, uh, they were related. They used information in the first one without actually elaborating on what happened and how.
0: Um, which they don't do, which I think is I a think problem. I think that's a problem. Yeah. They don't want to. They, they try and minimize the conversation. They minimize the details because they don't want to be called out for mis- the mistakes that they made. But here, here, I mean, here, this is another part of the of the LastPass write-up. This is from the current one, the, the December incident. In response to the August 22 incident, we eradicated any further potential access to the LastPass development environment by decommissioning that environment in its entirety and rebuilding a new environment from scratch. Good. We also replaced and further hardened developer machines, processes, and authentication mechanisms. Also good. However, I don't hear anything about production in there. Obviously, they got access to a backup section from production, and it's a developer ecosystem. Even in the fullest, most automated DevOps environments, you're going to have the handoff from dev to production. There there are touch points. There's going to be information in there. And so we just they drew this nice clean line around development and said, nuke and pave. Well, no, like yes, do those things. And what else was it touching? What else did it have access to? That's why I like the cancer analogy here. Like they didn't get clean margins. They they did not get a full enough picture of what was actually compromised. They, they, they went to the edges, but they didn't get them all the way to the edge. They missed a the handoff bit. Something in that source code pointed to this the, to this cloud storage. And it was more than just a little something because they were able to get the keys to decrypt that cloud storage account. It wasn't just access or ju- wasn't just knowing that it existed and what it's, uh, what its address was, but they actually got the credentials to it. So you didn't do a good job, which, which to me actually smells like maybe they had credentials stored somewhere in their source code too. Although if the development environment was compromised, they could have very easily pulled the pulled the credentials from somewhere. It may not have been in storage. So I don't, I'm, I'm speculating at that point, but you know, you didn't do a good enough job. You you just didn't, you didn't go do a good enough job in your cleanup. And that's the part yeah, that I have a problem. I, again, it from a, they're not,
1: LastPass isn't a public company, but from like a, from a business, from a market marketing perspective, you're right. Get good. Like you didn't, you didn't do a good enough job. I don't do, think your, I, I don't think your analysis is
0: does, does really it,
1: controversial.
0: Does public versus private make a difference? Does public versus private honestly should doesn't make a difference? I think don't think so. it
1: should. I don't. Well, I was going to say shareholder, but if they're not public, then they don't have shareholders. Oh, okay. Oh, you're, you're just no. calling out the um, shareholder now. Okay. from a from a technology perspective. I, we don't have enough information to say. I'm not. I'm not willing to to excoriate them to that degree yet because we just don't know yet. Um, to the they but, they know enough to say that they were linked, which which leads is enough one to excoriate to believe. them. They, I think. They, 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 No, well, let me finish it. They know enough, they allegedly know enough to believe that they were linked, or at least claim publicly that the two events were linked, uh, which indicates they probably understand what happened and how. So that they're not, they're not being open about that. It could be that they have an idea, they have to prove that, you know, maybe that. Know, I'm not I'm not so quick to take them to task on the technical side of it. Now, if we don't get that explanation, it's got to happen pretty quick. Like this can't happen this can't take 6 months. It's got to happen pretty fast. They have to come out and say, "Look, this is exact like this is the anatomy of what happened here. Um here are the here are the controls that failed. Here were the compensating controls that failed. Here's where the policy wasn't good enough. Here's where exec- whatever whatever the wherever the failure was, um they've got weakness in their system that wasn't addressed or mitigated. And whatever the failure was, um, that they were linked, I I mean, I guess, I guess it's hard to imagine how, couldn't have been part of the cleanup. I mean, my guess, honestly, my guess is, uh, because you said it was a backup system. They probably they, I mean, let's let's assume good intentions uh, for, for once on the Internet. Let's assume that they did their best. Uh, they tried their hardest, right? Whatever. Um, I mean, assume assume they just nuked. Assume they just nuked and redeployed production entirely. And they said, look, better safe than sorry. They just missed the backup system. That's all, that's entirely possible. And If they would come out and say, look, we just didn't roll that key. It just got lost, uh, you know. That I think would restore some faith in the the damning thing here is not again, technically, I don't think we have enough information. There's there's enough to be super suspicious. There's 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 enough that they we know they did something wrong. Um, I'm not willing to say that, like, that was unacceptable, like inexcusable. The thing that's inexcusably wrong to me is the fact that entries within the vault are not encrypted entirely
0: the the url the item, fact know, that it's
1: it's just down. the username and password that is not enough that is not good enough well that, and I mean, i'm sure they've had this debate internally and they said look look at the look at the byte size of username password fields versus the byte size of the entire vault people are putting way too much stuff in here if we encrypt the whole thing it takes this much extra time and causes this much extra load and it would end result would be this much higher cost to the user or this much longer um for encryption and decryption to happen and they made the trade-off and they said it's not worth it right we can't run a viable business that way for like okay like that would that would make sense to me and i'm i'm assuming again kind of assuming the best i would assume that's probably the conversation they had as an end user i don't like it like i'm just not like i you know i moved from LastPass to something else a year or two ago uh and you know the new thing is not that great um but it fills the same need. And I thought, well, what if I try less? I'm not going to now. No, Knowing that the entire vault entrance. And now I've got questions for the system I use now. Is the entire
0: entry right? Or is it
1: just the creds? Because that's not good enough to
0: me. yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. It, um, and it says if I were
1: still if I were still like an active LastPass user, that would be the thing I'd be pissed about right now.
0: And that is one of the things that I'm definitely mad about. Uh, you know, it says that you, the unencrypted data, such as website URLs, as, well as in, fully encrypted data fields, website username, passwords, secure notes, and form filled data. Well, yeah, okay. There's the form filled data, but here's the thing: you open up any you open up any entry. And there is associated with that entry, there is a. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. There's a notes field. There's a yeah. URL yeah. field for, for an individual entry. URL name, username, site, password, and then there's a notes field. It doesn't say that that's secure. Like it doesn't. Oh, it does, It doesn't, it say it doesn't call notes. out. It doesn't call gotcha. out in here in any obvious way that any of these fields are not encrypted. And I always assumed that they were all encrypted.
1: That was, again, that was my assumption. Yeah. That so that is of, a. Everything regarding an entry would be encrypted.
0: Yeah. And so now, and I know that I have used notes, like I have used the notes field for recovery codes, for example. Yeah.
1: Is that, a, yeah. are those compromised? I don't know. Well, I think, I, well, no. I believe at this point you have to assume that they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you are you forced to assume that they are. And now you need to go to every site that has every 2FA if, if that's site. your habit of putting. And now you need to go and disable two FA, re-enable two FA, and to generate new codes. Mm-hmm. I, this is uh, this is yeah. I'm I'm not as I'm not as quick to lambast them on on the technical failure because we don't know exactly what it is yet. You know, comma yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but this 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 right here is unacceptable to me. This is this is what would have me pissed.
0: Right. And so, well, I I think that I, I think that it's here here's the thing, so we we know that they're going to be deliberately dodgy with their with these with these security breach announcements. everyone is yeah, there's a because lawyers they, are writing these memos that not, uh, <laughs> and there there is a there is a natural inclination for self-preservation. I don't fault them for the self-preservation. I think that we as a society need to incentivize these companies to be even more open now we've done some of that because i mean you go back even a few years, and we were still having trouble getting companies to even acknowledge <laughs> that they had been breached, let alone providing well, any took, details. It and, took, and it took
1: the L word to get that done. Do we yeah, want to like right. come on now?
0: Exactly. And I don't want to do that either, but at the same time, we need more details. <laughs> but, and so I, they're, yeah. they're being they're, so they're being dodgy, and we're acknowledging that they're being dodgy. Okay. So if I if I start from that perspective, just looking at what they're saying here, and and they're they're talking about the August 22 attack in relation to this one. Well, if they're going to be dodgy by definition, that means that they are really, really dang sure that the two that the two attacks are connected. Not maybe, but yeah. definitely. Because if it was a maybe, they wouldn't have mentioned it at all. Well, we don't know yeah. for sure. So we're not going to put this out there. I, I can hear yeah. the conversation happening oh, yeah. in the oh, boardroom. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, is, it is a fact that these two things are connected for sure. And so- I think that just I I I, when so I'm just using that as an example. When I'm reading these these secure these disclosures, you have to assume it's worse than what they're actually saying. You just have to because they're going to put it in the best possible light. Always, it's always going to be the best possible light. And so, if there's any gray area, then the question becomes: It's not. Okay, did they miss this? No, they didn't miss it. They deliberately omitted it. So how bad is it actually? You have to think about it yeah. that way. No, if 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 the
1: PSA here is wherever whenever there's a breach, immediately roll everything because you don't know different and there's no incentive for the company to be honest with you about how severe the situation is by the time it matters. Yeah. 100%.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 bad news bears. It's it's yeah. it's totally bad news bears around here. And so I have so I, I'm moving off I'm gonna be try, I'm trying another one called one password number one password um, I so far I like it it's pretty nice uh, it actually has a better interface uh, than, than the last pass one so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that are
1: they is their client open source? are their protocols open have they had audits like i would ask all the same questions of yep. one password i don't
0: have the i don't have the answers in front of me i'm just trialing those, the software Okay. but
1: okay. you know because those answers by the way i looked at one password this is years and years ago so i don't okay. want i don't want to discourage anybody from checking them out Okay. Uh, those answers were not favorable for one password um, so I would say, do, I know, I know they're very popular, but they were not as, they were not seen to be as mature, as secure, as conscientious as last pass, which mm. it should be noted. I mean, yeah, they messed, they done messed up a run. Like this is not a good look, <laughs> uh, but they have been considered kind of the gold standard for like a decade, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I it's mean, been the, it's I, been the, so I, yeah. I, I mean, it is, it is the unfortunate, uh, turn of events that like, You okay? Um, you did good for so long, and then you screw up once and it's over. Like, that's a ah.
0: you're dealing with stuff that's so sensitive, though, that you've got to There's really no margin
1: for. Error, it's kind of like right? think of it like this. Think of it like this. Who my whole my whole perception of this changes. I'm still hung up on this. The entire entry is not encrypted. I'm still <laughs> at least that that is mind boggling to me. Yeah. That is that yeah. is so beyond the pale from a design standpoint. I, I agree. don't I don't I have remember no reason
0: why. No reason. Again, why.
1: I was a LastPass member, of uh, a paying customer for probably close to a decade, mm-hmm. and. I don't ever remember in all of my homework I don't ever remember seeing any call out that hey what is encrypted is these two fields and the rest is not that would have drastically changed my utilization of this I'm not saying I wouldn't have used it but that would have drastically changed how I approached this sure
0: yeah I, I I think being clear about what's encrypted and what's not at a minimum uh, there, why wouldn't you be so you you were saying oh well you know one strike and you're out well Yeah. I mean, think about, and this wouldn't, this is not unique. I mean,
1: it it kind of has
0: to be that. Uh, Yeah. think this is not unique. Do, do, do we allow, do we allow multiple attempts at bat for nuclear power plants? No, (laughs) no. If something goes wrong, somebody is fired every time It, it is. It is too high risk. It's too high risk. It has to be done right the first time. And if it's not going to be done right the first time, then the person who screwed up, you're out because you cannot afford mistakes. That doesn't mean mistakes aren't going to happen, but there has to be a high bar for requirements and a high and a high penalty to keep everybody on the same page. And so, yeah, I actually am not all that um, disappointed if LastPass gets tanked because of this, because you know what will happen it'll make all the other password managers that much more paranoid. It yeah. will that is only net positive for the client that is net positive for the, for the general public. If this, and when
1: p- you said, when you said set the bar for, there was like a little glitch in zoom on my end and it sounded like you said barf. And so that 13 say barf. year old boy inside of me mm. had a little giggle for that one. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> Ridiculous. So that's the that's the Last Pass story. As Wait, do of you now. finally
1: have do you finally have an official? I'm sick of Chris's crap. Sound is that I, is that the I, I, I'm, I'm I mean done a with screaming
0: you? a screaming goat would work for sure. I can I could use that.
1: Um, I like it. Yeah, if it is, I'm into. it. I'm not saying it's a bad choice.
0: Yeah, I mean we we could go. I mean I I have a couple other new things in here. We we could go a little more lowbrow if I really wanted to make you seem like dumb. I could do something like. there you go yeah you do that Something peter like that. griffin
1: it's never unwanted
0: yeah mm-hmm. exactly uh so that's the last pass story and that's the that's the bad news so i am uh i will wolf. you ask good you ask good yeah wolf is right uh you ask good questions about one password uh they have a um a whole series of white papers and write-ups and some disclosures about their encryption so i'm going to dig into that a little bit more and i can come back with answers next week so we can talk about yeah. this do you want to say the one that you're using or would you rather not because you're not uh, happy
1: with it yeah no i was going to be cagey about it and then i realized i think i already i, I moved to Bitwarden some sometime ago Bitwarden, okay. uh it's a it's an open source LastPass clone they have a service you can pay for it or you can um host your own back end yeah uh which is the which is the you know
0: are you hosting um, your own back end
1: I yeah, uh it's yeah. weird though. It's not uh, so. It's like oh, you know, deploy Docker, and it's like not that simple. No, um, so they're to. it's yeah, they're like developer story. It, they got to do a little better there. If I'm being honest. well, I
0: mean, they probably did open source just so they have the talking point that they can say that they did open source. But I'm sure that their open source no, 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 it's, is a it, second class second class. Citizen. No, no, no. It is. No? It is
1: legit. Like it is a legit open source, but like soup to nuts it is open source that's not like a, a marketing thing mm-hmm. um but they're again you you can host the back end and it's they say oh yeah it's it just use docker it's, it's not that easy yeah. it does take setup to do sure um I, like i don't this like is the, the pain we're in. there's so many there are so many options for uh Uh, sovereign data and self custody of cryptography keys all across the gamut. Um, And another five or 10 years, it's gonna be flipping awesome. It still takes knowledge, it still takes pain, Mm. it still Mm. takes caution, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, And it's not that we don't have the ability to make it easy. but it's so, I mean, going back to the uh, Twitter thing, which I, I, I don't think has blown up yet, um, but Mastodon, right? Oh, mm-hmm. you can self host. What are the, the advantages of Mastodon? It's open source. You self host your own node. That's great. Use Docker. Well, no, it's actually this constellation of like three or four different containers that all need to be executed in a certain way yeah, with nice. certain things and certain ports. Yeah. And so it's not like if you have an existing home lab environment with Docker Compose, you can just slide Mastodon into it. It, it has to be run its own discrete little environment and it has requirements. It's like, then you're doing containers wrong. I'm sorry. Like, right. yeah, I, I, I don't should, know what just, else to tell you. Yeah,
0: it should be. It, I mean, if you really want it to be open source and, and really prevalent and push out, it needs to be as simple as a Docker Compose file in whatever it, ecosystem du jour. It shouldn't matter. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point yeah. and promise of containers. And so that to me with mastodon that says that they actually have dependencies that are they have they have leaky dependencies coming out of their containers they're they're not fully isolated and they're not they're not behaving themselves in in full container fashion so that's a you know that's a them yeah. problem that they need to fix yeah,
1: they're they're not they're not entirely and that's yeah. and that's kind of the issue with it is yeah. it does it does make assumptions about the rest of your system and
0: right and and it shouldn't matter it should not matter it should be a container that should be the end of it
1: Uh, because otherwise why are we why are we using docker (laughs) right you know yeah what's the point it becomes a deployment yeah it it becomes a, a deployment mechanism for rails uh to keep rails's own configuration hidden but that's all it does and so then but to say that we do docker like the assumption is that you get some other benefits of administration. It's just not there. And
0: yeah, so, I mean, you're, when it says you're doing Docker, people, th- th- there's an obvious implication there, right? There right. is, that's, and and yeah. they know that, and they're trading on that. And so, for them to not deliver on that, that's bait and switch, as far as I'm concerned. And that's yeah, it's, that that's kind of crappy. That's that's and, and to be
1: to be as to be as mature uh, and to see the kind of adoption that you have with a mastodon or a Discourse, mm-hmm. or a Bitwarden, mm-hmm. and then to have that Docker deployment story not pretty well oiled, Yeah, like there are, like when those, I, I, I know Discourse, for example, I ran our Discourse instance for a whole lot of years, and I was running it through, I was running it through Docker, and um, they had their own custom shell scripts and things to prep the environment and to mm. do stuff with the, do- And it was like weird and whatever um okay great but then like at the point where the community around the docker container ecosystem evolved and actually did kind of self-standardize on how things are done The onus is on that project to adopt that and not keep digging into your own custom homebrew stuff because you break expectations, right? right? You want to you you do not want to violate people's basic expectations, and so it's a minor gripe that I have, and that's only because I I try to self host all the things, right?
0: Yeah, Um, but it's but it's important if you're if you're doing open source. We have both run open source projects before. The requirement that you deliver a consistent, well documented onboarding ramp up experience is is it's the most important thing. It, yeah. it literally is more important than the code of whatever widget you happen to be building. Because if it does not install easily, consistently, uniformly, you have nothing because nobody's going to yeah. use it. You're going to get bad reviews and then that's it. Like you're you're toast. So Documentation consistency in the in the installation and configuration and and maintenance is far and away the the most important thing uh, for that. Um, back to bit. Well, that really, well, yeah, that really shouldn't be too much of a surprise because that's software. Yeah, right? like I mean, <laughs> you say that, but you and I have both seen some like, if you're, writing, like if you're writing code, crappy documentation. No, configuration. well, that's what,
1: that's my point though. Like if I'm listing the like if I'm telling my team, "Hey, this is this is what I'm as your boss, this is what I'm telling you is good software from right. my perspective." If that's the conversation I'm having um with the team, then the first thing on the list, you know, you, you could talk about uh you know, you could talk about security, you could talk about performance, you could talk about uh correctness and I put legibility and maintainability if we can just say maintainability is sure that's a a good umbrella that's a good right it because it includes the documentation right maintainability is top then correctness security perform because (laughs) if your software is maintainable if it is documented you can and will have to anyway iterate on all the other stuff it's never going to be secure enough it's never going to be performant enough it's never going to be correct we're always going to be adding edge cases and so forth right the maintenance, that, that piece, that's the big thing. Huge. Um, and so Huge. that's, that's the parallel because <laughs> it, the same thing applies to, uh, a project that you're going to, you're going to hand out into the world.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the same exactly thing. right. It's turtles
1: all the way down. Yeah.
0: I've used Bitwarden. I don't like their interface. It feels open sourcey. It's a little clunky to me. The open, the, the really? Bitwarden. It doesn't yeah. feel,
1: it doesn't feel any different than LastPass. I feel Has it, it been a while since you tried them
0: out? I used LastPass at my last company, or Bitwarden, excuse me, at my last company, and I use LastPass personally. So, yeah, recent mm, experience. I, it just it just feels kind of kludgy to me. I mean, it's it's different. I mean, they're similar. I, I mean, they do. Yes, they do the same kinds of things in the same kinds of ways because they're solving the same problem. I'm just speaking in terms of just general UI UX ergonomics. It felt no, no, a little I, clunky
1: to me. No, I know. I'm I'm just I'm having a conversation here. I, I didn't. It seems it's Well, a I wanted to have UI, an argument, it, and
0: you're just trying to have a conversation, so I don't know what the I, hell. I mean, come on now. I'm, I, well, I, <laughs> I've, I, I agree that we could have an argument if you'd like to. <laughs> no, I don't want to have an argument. I have an actual fun topic that we can end on. Might run us a little bit long uh, today, but you know what? It's, it's the holiday. I'm, I've, I've got, some, got some vacation time here, so I can stick around for a few extra minutes if you can. Hopefully, the audience yeah. can as well. So uh, this was the fun story that I had planned to start this week with. So, um, Christmas gifts. My uh, my daughter, who is ten, her big gift this year was a cell phone. So Ooh. I got the ten year. You're in that. You're in that phase of life. Yeah. Now. Well, here's the thing, and I wanted to talk about this because it is such a big thing, and this is this is technology wrapped up in family, wrapped up in child rearing, and all. This is this this hits a lot of buttons
1: across nah, a lot of stuff. It.
0: So she's ten. Now, mm-hmm. I had actually planned to hold off on cell phones until they were 16, 17. Like I was, gonna, I, I was in the camp of- You thought you were going to go that long? I, I, it's, I didn't think it. It's, I'm the father, you know, like, uh, yeah, you can- you, you knew it and then yeah, it turned I mean, out that you were wrong. No, that's actually not what happened at all. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to explain mm-hmm. how this reversal actually happened because mm-hmm. I am still, part of me is very much- no, you don't get to do all the same things that an adult does with the cell phone just because it's a toxic cesspool and you you don't need it. But it has yeah. utility in our day-to-day life. And as we become more technologically advanced, as we become more and more interconnected, the utility of the device goes up and up and up. and that And that is not going right. to change. And so the question in my mind became, okay, I have these two... Dis seemingly disparate interests. On the one right. hand, I want to keep them isolated from the toxic stuff. Things like social networks, Instagram, <laughs> cyber just social
1: <laughs> networks. Full stop. Yeah, you could social like that networks. Could be, period. That, that could be, be the whole list. It
0: could be. That could be. Like if you, I could stop there. But cyberbullying and always connectedness, not getting enough sleep, not paying attention in school. You know, influence of. YouTubers and all sorts of junk like okay so there's all that crap. Okay? There's all the toxicity that comes with, you know, having access to a device like this. On the other hand, having this device we can contact her anytime anywhere. It gives her a greater degree of freedom than you or I had growing up. I can give this phone to her and I can feel confident saying, "All right, go as far as you want. You ride your bike, Do what you want, go as far as you want. And if anything happens, you can call me. And it's got a check-in feature. And so I can actually see where you're at and all all kinds of stuff. How do I get one of the how do I get the good stuff and isolate the bad? So my mindset hasn't actually changed. I am still gung ho. There is no, I've already set the rule. I, I laid it down with her the day that she got the device. You will not have social networks they are not allowed for you until you turn 18 you're not getting them because two studies are are studies have shown that they are just a a toxic cesspool that just you know is detrimental to net good natural upbringing and childhood development there nothing good comes from them we are staying very far away from that from that kind of stuff you know, the counter. Oh, well, what if they're using something in school or what if all of well, okay. Case by case basis, you know, we'll, we'll play it as it comes, you know, you know, if it's, if it's her and her classmates working on a specific project and it's isolated to that, then it's fine. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be dictatorial here. I'm trying to set a baseline and then, you know, address, you know, mm-hmm. default block, everything <laughs> default block all. And then we'll whitelist a couple exceptions as we go along. That's kind of the intent here. Mm-hmm. And so keep all that out but still allow access to you know the interconnect the beauty that was the cell phone that we saw you know growing up you know when i first yeah. got when i got my first cell phone that was awesome and all it did was sell all i mean phone numbers were phone calls were the primary use and then text was secondary and then as data became more and more involved and then really with the advent of the phone that's when the whole thing flipped on its head and that's when things started to get a little ugly so i'm trying to keep things on the on the, on the OG side. So that's the game plan. I'm using a phone. I'm going to do a little plug here just because I think they're doing really good stuff. And it's really good for parents who are, who are facing this kind of thing. Uh, I'm using a phone that's provided by a company called Bark. Now they have done parental control apps for smartphones for a number of years now. This year, mm-hmm. they actually released the Bark phone. So they Bark. actually have their own... Rather than it being an app you install because all the kids find ways around those applications because you know, oh, oh, what app does yeah. you have? Okay, let's go look on the internet, you know, in the in the computer lab at school and we'll find a way to circumvent it and then click, click, click. Okay, yeah. now that thing's out of the way. So yeah. this is actually baked into the operating system of the phone. So it's a lower level. It's not mm-hmm. something that they can Uh, brute force or end around because it's Mm -hmm. it's inherent in the phone and so i signed her up for that and it gives you a ton of control over what apps get installed over what time of day they can use the device you can turn off the data so that all the all the apps just stop working after Mm -hmm. certain hours uh, i can remote shut it off if i want to i can remote allow if i want to And then something really cool, I didn't sign up for, but was really neat to see. It monitors all the stuff that's happening. So I see all of her incoming and outgoing phone calls, all of her incoming and outgoing texts. So she had a random conversation after she got the phone. She immediately called and texted her whole family. She had an exchange with her grandmother where they were making some joking comment about her, you know, her fighting with her brother. And it was, it was, it was, Innocent, like you know, gonna kick his butt for doing that, or something like that. you know it was it was it was harmless, something you would feel totally fine saying to your grandmother, okay, well, bark picked up on language and the terminology that was being used and sent me an alert. It sent me a warning saying, Hey, you might be dealing with some kind of altercation or a a potential cyberbullying scenario here, and then it included an excerpt of the conversation, the part that it had, that it had um, hit on mm-hmm. in there. So it gave me the information to say, hey, you might want to check this out. And it was something that I could then, you know, go to my daughter and ask about. Now, reading it in context, it was totally fine, but it felt, it was really cool to see something like that in place, that right. it, they're looking for that kind of stuff. You know, it's one of the more positive uses of AI, that I have actually seen, a <laughs> little less toxic. Right. Really cool technology uh, and a way to give my kid, which effectively a glorified Bakelite phone that you know we would have, yeah. you know, that we had hanging, <laughs> that I had hanging in the kitchen when I, was, mm-hmm. when I was little, right? And then we went wireless, very short, excuse me, not wireless, cordless, because it was you know, just a short, yeah. short wave radio, short, short distance, short wave radio. Um, I mean, short, uh, wireless after that, or cordless after that. That's effectively what I've given her with some text capability. And then when she's not in school, when it's not bedtime and all this kind of stuff, she can also YouTube videos narrowly defined, trying to take the good and leave the bad. And we'll see how it goes. Now, the one thing I've sort of sidestepped over is okay, you were super, I was super gung ho, nothing until you're older at all, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, how, did, how did you do this complete reversal? Cause as far as I know, she might actually be the first one in her class with a cell phone. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really, I'm not just, I, I didn't just flip around. I went to the, I went way ahead of the curve on this. The reason I did that aside from the controls that this thing gives me is that I think there is some value in getting exposure to the technology and to the interconnectedness early. Because that allows her mother and I the opportunity to, to give her good habits and to observe her building good habits and avoid bad habits rather right. than giving it to them at 16 and saying, okay, have fun, go ham. Uh, you know, the, the analogy that came to mind for me when I was talking with my wife uh, when you went to college freshman year, did you have anyone in your class that you knew uh, who may have partied? a little too hard, like partied right off the deep end and missed classes and basically flunked their entire first semester to the point where they spent the next three and a half years recovering from the damage they did to themselves academically.
1: Did I I guess my question would be, did anybody not know someone like that?
0: <laughs> okay, well, obviously. Is, that a, is that
1: a trick question? <laughs>
0: Okay, so you knew somebody, I knew somebody too. I knew a couple of somebodies like that that then spent the, the rest of their, their, their college career trying to make up for the, the absolute destruction that they wrought themselves that first semester. And in nearly every case that I saw that, it was because the kid had had no... Taste Sense- of freedom for the first time, exactly. no idea what they, to do with it. And, and they didn't yeah. know what to do with it. And I didn't want that to happen uh, you know, with the cell phone. I've seen horror stories. Like I, I saw a video the other day of a purportedly a 12-year-old who had his cell phone taken away from him. He destroyed the mother's house, destroyed it. She's walking through the house. The whole house is just obliterated because he had oh, a why? temper because tantrum because she- he didn't have his cell phone. That's the kind of stuff that I want to avoid. I don't think that we have to worry about that, but in the most extreme instances. So better, better. instead of that, here's the thing. Here's the device. Here's what you can do. It's a small list. As you get more mature and you show me that you're responsible, we'll widen that list. But you're going to do so gradually, and we're going to do so in a healthy fashion so that this does not become a toxic, detrimental thing. This is going to be a useful thing. This is a useful tool, not a harmful addiction. And so, the only way I can do that is if I actually start slow and small. I can't start slow and small. If I give it to them at 16, they're going to be out the door in two years. That's not going to work. So, if I give it to them now, I can do it in these little bits. The phone is effectively voice and text, photos, maybe some YouTube. That's it right now. And we're just going to, you know, we'll just take it you know, little by little. They don't, she doesn't keep it in her room at night. She's done with it by seven. Um, we're going to be visiting in-laws for New Year's. The phone's not coming with us. It's going to stay home. So, you know, we're trying to really build this in a, in a healthy, constructive fashion. So mm-hmm. for anyone who is struggling with this out there, you are not alone. Uh, and I'm going to make the, the, the Bark phone. That is, my, that is my pick for this Christmas season.
1: Super augmented, silent, and deadly. I just might end up enjoying this.
0: Now, your kids, your kids are a little younger, so you haven't dealt with this yet. Is that B-A-R-K? B-A-R-K. Bar- Bar- if you just search okay. Bark Phone. I forget their website, Bark.us. Um, gotcha. Bark Phone. Let me see if I can find it. But It is Bark.us. I did remember it. That's their, okay. that's their website, Bark.us. They have the phone, but they again, they started as a, as a parental pr- uh, privacy and control app, so you can get the app without the phone. You can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the level of control is, the difference. Uh, the nice thing about the BarkFoam plan, I didn't buy the phone. I signed up for the subscription. They just shipped me the phone. And when I'm done with the plan, ship them the phone back. That's okay. it. And it's pretty easy. I don't know how this is going to work. It, it, it bakes in the wireless service. If you want it, you can get a phone that only works on Wi-Fi. You can skip the wireless plan entirely, which is another great way to start. And then it's not a thing that they even have traditional phone access to. It's just kind of a device similar to a tablet. So that's another way to introduce it. So I've just gotten started with it in the last couple of weeks. Pretty impressed with it so far. Pretty cool. And uh, if you're a parent with children and you're thinking about cell phones or they're nagging you about cell phones, this is a great route that I would recommend that you check out.
1: Yeah, we've, we've talked about that before. I. So I guess some of the some of the controls and alerts and remote shut off and things those those seem to be unique. But uh, is that substantively different than a flip phone? Like, could I buy could I buy the, the equivalent of a an old you know those Motorola? I had the i five thirty. I still remember the name. It was the most glorious device ever created. A Motorola by man.
0: Razor was the was the best one as far as I'm concerned. The i five thirty
1: was just. Unbeat, what about that? Literally unbeatable. No,
0: I, I don't know the Nokia brick. I forget what the model number was, but remember the Nokia? It was a square. It didn't fold. It was just a. I mean, you no, could, i remember, yeah. You yeah, could but, run but over that, it with your car, and it, <laughs> it could, nothing broke that phone. That was great. That was another good yeah, one.
1: <laughs> yeah, the i530 was was the same thing. It was literally, and I tried to destroy it when I was done with it. I tried, and it took me it took me longer than I'd like to admit to get the job done. Uh, but, um, so substantively, yeah, some of the remote control and AI, whatever, blah, 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 that, that seems obviously a, a feature, mm-hmm. but otherwise is it just a flip phone? So like- you're,
0: so you're okay. So I think the question you're actually asking is, okay, so if you have all these controls in place and you've got everything locked down, how is that? Why would you go this route rather than just a very baseline flip phone, which has calls and text and that's it? And- right. Okay, so that's a good counter-argument. The only difference would be that you don't actually get to see Well, it's see not that. a
1: counter-argument. It's just a question.
0: Hey, okay, that's fine. I wasn't I'm not gonna,
1: sure. I'll fight you, but not yet. I,
0: I, I wasn't going to ring the bell on you. I wasn't going <laughs> to ring the bell. But the, it, it's, a good, it's a good counter-thought. The, the only difference would be the ability to mo- actively monitor what's going on on the phone. I can see all the phone calls. I can see all the texts. If you go with a standard flip phone, you would have to take the device from them, which, you know, as a parent, I can do that. <laughs> you know, it's my device. Mm-hmm. Give it to me and, and check them. But you can't, you would have to do that on the device itself. Whereas, you know, you can actually passively monitor it. The other nice thing, and this is the reason that I went this route instead of the flip phone, is the GPS. Because those standard flip phones, for the most part, I'm sure there's an exception somewhere, don't have GPS transponders inside of them. That was that was really the impetus for this whole thing. It was to give her a little, a little more freedom and still give me a way to find out where in the world she is rather quickly.
1: Follow-up question. Does she know that it has all of this? Uh
0: I haven't spoken with her about this, but I would not classify us as helicopter parents. We 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 try and offer a, a pretty good degree of, of freedom to to the kids. At the same time, they know we're involved. We ask them questions. They they don't get to hide things under their beds, it, it, metaphorically speaking. She doesn't have a predisposed expectation of a whole lot of privacy. Now she's getting older. She'll have some of that. But again, I kind of wanted to lay the ground rule here that this thing in particular, this will have no privacy at least not yet now i know this is the part where i think i'll run into trouble with you know counter arguments from other parents oh kids need their privacy they need their own space yeah that's that's true when they're older and when they (laughs) and when she turns 18 she can have all the privacy she wants until then i'm gonna do my job to make sure that she you know that she grows up on the straight and narrow i'm 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 because everything that happens between here and there, that's on me. I'm going to make sure that I do my level best to make sure she grows up and becomes the best possible version of herself. And I'm not going to let her accidentally or inadvertently screw her, screw herself up. I know that other people will disagree with that. Yeah. So the, so the cell phone offers no privacy. I can't, I mean, I could offer that, but you know, not planning on it at this point. Flip phones are a good, good alternative too, though, I think.
1: Right. So the the conversation like this is uh, uh, how, how do I say like uh, the, the conversation was like, this is our phone and you're just using it and we see everything you do like she like she knows that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like right. I'm letting you use this phone. This is, you know, this is a trust thing. You're getting older. This is a recognition for the work and hard work that you've done up till this point. You're showing more maturity. I want you to continue to do that. We're very proud of you. We want you to keep going. So so getting the phone is a level up, that is a step in that direction. Right Now, there are limits on this, just like there were limits before. This is just, I mean, it's just like any other age out kind of process, you know, like the little, the real little baby sits in the playpen and then the playpen walls go away and then you're not allowed, you know, and then it's just the gate on the stairs and then the stairs gate goes away and we say, okay, don't go up and down the stairs. And then they can start walking and they go up and down the stairs and we say, okay, take your time. You know, it's,
1: it's, it's that. Yeah, kind no, of I understand. I understand the philosophy. I'm just, I'm just asking tactical I'm, questions because yeah, I'm, no, I'm curious.
0: I'm, I'm waxing poetic for the audience. Not so much for no. you, I, but you're asking good questions. Bark phone. All Bark right. phone. There you go. Yeah. What do you think? Are you, do you think I'm crazy? What were you thinking for? What do you think of her phones for your kids? I know they're a it's, little younger it's than It's a mine. way to go
1: yeah yeah my oldest is seven uh so we're we're not there yet. We've talked mm-hmm. about it i think um I mean it's gonna be some version of that uh yeah. how old they are you know t b d we haven't really just dis- it's not like there's not like a date that we have in mind but, sure um yeah, it'll be some version of a of a, a flip phone feature phone lockdown, whatever it is um certainly before they leave for college um uh, so I think the wisdom we follow is like Get them ready for it um, while they're still in the house, while they're still Mm -hmm. under your wing, while you Mm -hmm. can still protect, provide, do all the things, and then um, be ready that maybe like seen, you know, and you slowly uh, release the, you know, release, you you let Slack out, and then like Mm -hmm. senior year of high school, you say, hey, here is the full device. You're, it's still our device. We're still, you know, we're still in the gonna mix. look at it. We yeah. still, we're still in the mix. But you've proven yourself responsible, and so here's the full device. So that's of that what I'm thinking. That's they're I'm not thinking the too. kid at college that has taste freedom for the first time and just goes berserk. Right. Um, I think that's that's probably uh, where. But specific age, like what feature will they have? What wouldn't they? I you know, I don't, I don't mm. really know.
0: Yeah. Um, well, a lot could change have, between yeah. now and even three years when you're. When you're oldest is 10. So, well, I mean, we know. had
1: the discussion two, three years ago and we talked about it and, and we tried to, and, and the conversation kind of said, honestly, it's, we're five or 10 years from that point right mm. now. Like the landscape is going to change. There's yeah, no right. use in making a decision about it now because it's not going to look the same uh, right. when we get there. We're going to have different concerns and, you know, so. Yep. Exactly uh, right.
0: Yeah. So. But yeah. Interesting conversation. Uh, like I said, I wanted to, uh. Wanted us to go out on a happy note, as opposed to the the total downer of LastPass, and I didn't even think about the damn note field. I was thinking of the word at the URL. I thought, okay, well, I don't think I have any, I have nothing in development right now, so I know I don't have any sensitive sites, yeah. so that's that's okay. And then you had to go and bring up the damn note attached <laughs> attached the entry. I had to ruin it. Yes. You had to ruin it. Now I have to sit here. I have to go through my entire LastPass and see how many how many times I used the note field and what I used it for.
1: It's a service I provide. Uh, maybe friend. I'm
0: screwed. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, what do you all think? Am I completely off my gourd with how I'm handling uh, cell phones with my daughter? I'd love to hear what you think, good or bad, especially bad. I, I love here when I'm wrong. I learn more that way from anything else. So I'd love to hear from your feedback at refactor.work. That's where you can reach out to us. The website, feedback. Uh, excuse me, refactor.work, is the website. You'll find our back <laughs> you're you, you, it, man yeah, that's right you're rubbing off on me for your terrible <laughs> terrible opening god it was
1: maybe you, the worst i've the ever worst done opening? which is saying something that's saying something
0: <laughs> like we've had some you have had some bad <laughs> openings and by golly that was whew, that was really <laughs> among just the, the worst. worst yes if not the worst like you should your your music's bad and you should feel. you bad. should feel bad you should yep. feel bad that's that's it. Feet reef gosh, you are rubbing off of me. Refactor.work, the website. Uh, back episodes, show notes, links will include like the stuff we talked about today. You'll see the last pass notice. We'll have the bark URL there. You can check all that stuff out. If you want to read more from me, you can check me out at hotcolesk-o-e-h-l dot Chris has him, his musings at tonkinson.com. And this has been Episode 93 of the Refactor Podcast recorded on December 27th, 2022. Merry Christmas and a happy new year.
1: Same to you, Frank. See you, buddy.